share life stories of various individuals to inspire and educate. You're listening to Anecdotes, a podcast hosted by two millennials, Timothy and Vance. Thank you for joining us on this learning journey. Let's discover our why together. You're listening to episode 43 of the Anecdotes podcast. We share our reflections on life and learn how to become better each day, one anecdote at a time. I'm Vance and I'm joined by my co-host, Timothy. For this episode, Tim and I discussed about kinships and how making our loved ones feel valued is very important. Tim also shared some heartwarming anecdotes about his elder brothers. Listen on for more. Our opening and closing soundtracks are by Joachim Karut. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or anywhere podcasts are found. It was basically through a conversation with my brother. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to put it out there that I'm not very close to my second brother. Or rather, if I were to compare, I'm more I'm closer towards my elder brother mm. than my second brother, largely because of the personality. Uh, and I do get feedback that <laughs> from their colleagues that I'm a mixture of both. <laughs> yeah, so they say that I behave like my uh my demeanor. My demeanor is. A mixture of a both mixture of them. A mixture of both of them at different situations. So, uh, that was kind of interesting to hear. But I think you are the byproduct of your surroundings. And if you do not have... If, if your parents are not such a strong influence on shaping how you're like, then the closest ones would be your siblings. Mm. I find myself trying to match up to my brothers, more or less. Since young. I guess. Yeah, because I never really looked up to my parents as... I'm not saying they're not my role models, but what I'm saying is that uh, I tend to follow my brother's footsteps more than my parents because maybe you can relate you can relate to your brothers more because they're a lot younger than your parents I have no idea I haven't really give much thought on that now that you mentioned that Mm. and uh, it just struck me why is it that I'm more drawn towards them Um, yeah so the funny thing was uh, what made me realize was that uh, even though I'm not so close to my second brother. I wouldn't say that I'm ashamed or a bit. Okay, uh, maybe I'm a bit ashamed of it because society tells us that kinship is something that you can't choose and you mm. need to fully appreciate siblings, your parents, your relatives because these are the people who will be with you through thick and thin. And with everything that's going on, Sometimes we neglect them and we take it for granted. Yeah. And sometimes I feel that I'm much closer to my peers than my brothers. I I I have to say that I'm like you also. I'm not really very close with my elder sister and parents also. I think I think it's quite normal in our society right now. Yeah, and but I kind of dislike that because I feel that a family should be a whole where you know you can share your troubles with them 
you can share your happiness with them, the good things and the bad things. And uh, and I think I want to change that as well because sometimes they give me different insights into different things. And sometimes I'm quite surprised that they also take what I say into consideration as well. And uh, that kind of surprised me because... Since young, I was the youngest and I was always the one being told what to do, whether it's to run errands or <laughs> mm. to buy food or to do anything. I was the, always the one listening. And I think that kind of shaped my character. I was very, you know, easygoing. I would just say yes. And you find it better to say no. Yeah. Um, as long as someone who has an authoritative power over me uh, then it just comes naturally that I'll say yes. And whether it's a good or bad thing, it's, there, there are definitely pros and cons to it. I'm not saying that necessarily it's all bad because I'm being very compliant. But the thing about that was that now that I say that they actually took what I say into consideration where they asked for my opinion, kind of makes me feel like, oh, some somehow or other, yeah, I'm kind of like valued really. <laughs> like what I say has some weight mm. and I'm not just the younger kid brother who who doesn't know what he's doing well at times I'm I'm not sure what I'm doing but the thing is over the last few years I dare to try more things than I ever did when I was younger I think that's what they call maturity <laughs> oh, I don't know or what lack of better word I'm not sure and I'm doing podcasts I tried phys- uh, because of my condition last time I couldn't yeah. try and they w- would stop me from mm. doing any physical activity and once I removed it and they said are you uh, and I said I'm gonna do it and despite them saying are you crazy why, why are you gonna do that but the thing is I still went on and do it uh, mm. and Luckily, I went on to do it because I had fun, I had something, I had meaning for once in like my 20 odd years that I think I had some kind of meaning to work towards too mm. because every day I was just going through the drill. And then somehow or rather, by me joining that, I kind of inspired at least my eldest brother to go and take up boxing. I'm not sure whether... Most it was me or what, but I'm pretty sure I played a small part mm. because I went to the trial class with him because I think he was scared. And well, I, I know the feeling of going to a foreign environment and then knowing that. And the funny thing was that he can't even skip and uh, boxing huh? requires you to skip as part of the warm-up. So he, okay. he doesn't know how to skip since young. So he didn't know how to skip. <laughs> So I was just laughing at him, but uh, thankfully he just signed up and he he joined and uh, he said, "Hey, now I can like skip twice in a row, like double skip uh-huh. in one jump." So I kind of find that uh, satisfying at least that somehow or rather my actions could actually result in certain change. Yeah, especially someone who looked up to. Yeah. And then, I mean, because it's, it's after all your eldest brother and someone who actually mean quite a, quite, quite, a, quite a lot in your life, right? 
Because, mm. yeah. Yeah, and most of my decisions, I never really question the stuff that he asked me to do. Because, I don't know, I feel like there's no other better advice than to just follow it. I mean, he can't possibly harm me, right? So, yeah. there's no reason for me not to do it. Besides, I don't have a better idea of what to do. So, luckily, I, I have someone who can guide me. But whether it's right or wrong, I, I'm not sure yet. And, uh, and there's a reason why I'm even in this sales role. And it made me discover more about myself and what is it that I want to hone on. Yeah. Listening to you talk about your brother like that, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of heartwarming. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's the experiences that you have with your eldest brother that actually, I would say, maybe helped you in, in certain ways that you never imagined or you never thought of, thought about it before until like in the recent years when you actually you know mm. reflect on what he really said. And because, I mean, since young, if, if, if you've always... If you've always been compliant, like whatever your brother asks you, to, asks you yeah. to do, like I don't know, whatever, just <laughs> wash the plates or move the floor or clean up or bring the plates back to the to the to the kitchen and everything. Th- those kind of things are, are different, right? But when whenever your brother, I'm pretty sure other than other than those kind of things, your brother might have guided you in some other things, important decisions in your life that can actually affect your future. Things like maybe how to do your studies, what to do with your job, especially your job, right? This this job is. Mm. Your current job is, you would say, quite a number of the credits should go to him, right? Well, yes, uh, in a, in a, so to speak, yes. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, whether it's something that I really like is a different matter, but at least I had a route, and rather than being stuck <laughs> in a, <laughs> a dead-end job where Growth was not possible yeah. and everything. Yeah. And it would just be detrimental. I think I made the right call to try mm. this. Uh. Yeah. And uh, so far, there's no regrets. Well, except for the <laughs> me being unable to manage my... Uh, that's my problem. I couldn't manage my time well enough to add in other activities. Yeah. But I'm still grateful for the people that I've met so far. And be it colleagues, be it um, straight uh, property agents, be it my superiors. I would say I've met almost at least 20 or 30 times the amount of people that I've met in my previous role. Mm. The constant struggle, challenge, the stress. It's also multiple. Multiplied by maybe 10 times. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. No and doubt. the previous one was probably just a very, very small percentage. It's just before the big day or a few weeks before the big day. Mm. That's where I get the most stressed out. But yeah. I mean, every day was just go to the office, check a couple of emails, and then I don't know what I'm doing, and then lunch. And then I had to wait another five, five to six hours before I could knock off and then go to the gym. And that five to six hours was so torturing because I didn't know what else to do. Mm. And whereas now in this job, there's not even enough time. You don't even know it's six. Like, yeah. time just passed so quickly that you wish you had more time. Speaking of which, I think 
uh, previously, I mean, in terms of uh, looking forward to going to the gym and everything, that's because for you, I would say what you really want in a job is very different from what that company can offer. And ironically, there are a lot of old-time employees there. But because, maybe because, I, I, just, I just like to think in their, in their shoes, maybe for them, right, it's just about stability. That is their most important thing. Mm. Their meaning in life is maybe family, togetherness and everything. So having a no stress or almost stress-free kind of job is very important for them to keep their sanity and you know, mental health and everything mm. because I mean, stress is not for everyone, definitely. As much as, as much as humans are malleable and everything you can adapt to your surroundings, but stress is really not for everyone, right? Depending on whatever kind of background you are and everything. Yeah, so the ability to take stress, yes, uh, that's one. Um, and it's not like, uh, okay, th- the good thing about the working environment is that most of us are around the same age. So I really do have fun at the workplace because we poke fun at each other. Mm. But lately, I've been the one that's been the butt of jokes. It's not that I'm hating it, but it's just funny that usually I'm the one that's poking fun at people. Yeah. But now the joke's on me. <laughs> Somehow or rather. But it's okay. It's all in good faith, you know. It, mm. And I realized that there was a one day where there were my because my uh my seat was the the people surrounding me, the seats were empty mm. and then oh that day was so boring for me. I almost wanted to sleep because I didn't have anyone <laughs> to talk to. And it made me realize that wow, I miss my colleagues that were on leave and stuff. And that that was the worst the end of the year, right? That was just like last week or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, when they were all on leave and stuff. Then uh, I was like, okay, so now I know what I need <laughs> in order to still be more productive. So your colleagues are your colleagues are very important motivation. Yeah, and also I didn't know that I could influence people in a certain way, or they would take my advice seriously. So all this stuff wouldn't have happened if I wouldn't be if I wasn't in this job. And I wouldn't know that hey, I could actually impact someone subtly, even though it may not be great, but knowing that your actions out of kindness could be appreciated makes you feel happy. Definitely. And it makes you feel valued also, right? Yeah. Going back to the point where your brother actually takes something that you said into heart to heart mm. and actually consider it as something to help his own life and everything. Yeah, and it was also because of the book that I lent to him that made him want to pick up boxing. Mike Tyson? No, it was uh, another one. Uh, it was Conor McGregor's coach. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, I think it's getting kind of long. I, to be honest, the full focus was... <laughs> it's an anecdote. Yeah. I kind of drifted on, but I think the overarching idea is this, is that, you know, kinship and 
all their relationships, all relationships, all kinds of relationships are important. And it is your duty to make sure that each and every one of your, whether your siblings, your friends, your relatives feel appreciated. It's very important that you can try to do a single thing once in a while, you catch up with them, ask them how you're doing. That can mean a lot. It may not seem like a lot, but when someone actually notices that, but they don't say anything, it can help a lot. Yeah, human connection is what we all need. We need yeah. to be, we need to feel valued, basically, right? Mm. That's, the, that's the whole reflection that I have from whatever that you shared. Yeah, making others feel valued is very important. Mm. So, and yourself, yeah. So that's it? Yeah. Okay, thanks, thanks. for listening. See you next in the next episode. Bye. That's it. Thank you for staying until the end of the podcast. If you enjoyed this, share this with your friends and tag us on Instagram or Facebook to connect with us. Would appreciate any sort of feedback. Be sure to check out the show notes at theanecdotes.net. T-H-E-A-N-E-C-D-O-T-E-S dot net. Thank you once again.